0: Rick pointed to a shop sign on their left. McGregor and Sons Butchers, he read. Written in English. We're in Aberdeen, Scotland, Dack said. April 21st, 1943. Smack dab in the middle of World War II. Rick hated to admit it, but sometimes Dack was pretty good at figuring things out. He started to say so, then stopped when he looked over. What? Zack had his nose buried in a half-crumpled newspaper. Even from here, Rick could see its name. The Aberdeen Press and Journal. No doubt, the date was printed somewhere right below it. Yeah, you're a regular Sherlock Holmes, Rick said. If you mean that I'm good at gathering clues for my brilliant deductions, then I take that as a compliment. Okay, Sherlock, then figure out why we're here. Rick looked around. "Who has the square? With one hand still on the newspaper, Dak reached into his pants and pulled out the electronic tablet, then held it out for Rick. You know. Rick had never understood why the kid had to carry it in his pants. I'll take it, Sarah said, stretching out her hand. It's been acting funny ever since I had to take it apart in Baghdad, so I'll probably have to tinker with it anyway. The three of them huddled beneath a streetlight, and Sarah powered on the device. The screen was slower to come on than usual which worried rick even in the 20th century technology was still very basic the best computers of this era filled entire rooms and were only capable of simple math where were they supposed to get another square if this one failed he knew the answer to that the future in fact The historians had already told them they would have to return to the future for a new square before they could fix the prime break that had started it all. But Rick wanted to put off that trip as long as possible. He'd interacted with his own ancestors several breaks ago, and he was terrified of facing the consequences of his actions, especially if the consequences meant that when he returned to the 21st century, he would no longer exist. Sarah pounded on one side of the device, and words faded onto the screen. One word, actually, and she leaned in to see it better. It must be broken, she said. We only have one piece of the code. What's the word? Rick asked. She shrugged. Run? Rick folded his arms, wondering what sort of clue could be embedded in that word. Run? Yeah, that could mean anything. "'On this date in Aberdeen, that means only one thing,' Dak said. "'Run!' he bolted down the street with Rick and Sarah on his heels. They hadn't gotten far before Rick detected the faint buzz of engines coming toward them. Airplane engines, and plenty of them. "'Bombers!' Rick cried. Dak paused long enough to turn around. There was fear in his eyes, and Rick couldn't help but follow his gaze— Silhouetted against the night sky were the forms of several planes flying low enough that the black Nazi swastika was clearly visible, outlined in white on their tails. A shudder went through him just to look at it. "'It sounds like people are screaming,' Sarah said, covering her ears to block out the horrible noise. "'Those are sirens on the planes,' Dax said. "'It's psychological warfare meant to scare people!' Because bombings aren't scary enough, Sarah called back. Everyone was scared of the bombings, Dak called over his shoulder. The German Air Force was one of the strongest in the world at this time. Stop yelling history facts and run faster, Rick said. Dak's retort was drowned in another siren, this one coming from nearby. The ear-splitting sound pierced the night, warning the sleeping town of the raid. And then the planes were upon them. Dack dodged toward a street on his left, but from the corner of his eye, Rick saw a plane drop something in that direction. He grabbed Dack's sleeve and yanked him the other way. Sarah screamed as another bomb landed down the street on their right. Glass shattered nearby, and the entire wall of a building crumbled to the ground. There might have been people in that building, Rick thought. Come on! Sarah made a run for a church straight ahead of them. No! Dak shouted. No, I've seen pictures of that exact church. Afterward. Other people were swarming into the streets by then. Half-dressed men and women carried children in their arms.